0: Hey, good evening, guys. How are you? Boxing 101 right here, Neil The Deal, talkingfight.com. Thanks a lot for coming out here Monday, 8.30, every Monday. Nice to see you guys. Uh, We're going to do a little recap of the big fight that went off last weekend. Unfortunately, I wasn't feeling well and I wasn't able to uh, talk about it originally, but we're going to talk about the outcome. And, uh, man, it was a huge event. We're talking uh, Saul... Uh, Canelo uh, Alvarez versus Jermel Charlo. It was a big fight. Big, big fight. Now, I watched the fight live, checked it out, and uh, man, it was to me a little bit of a disappointing fight. They did say that Canelo had a better uh, display in that fight than he had in the last couple of fights, but you know, I don't think that uh Jamel Charlo went into the fight with the right attitude. I thought he was going to give a little more than he did and uh he kind of disappointed me with his effort. It looked as if throughout the fight he uh he was more afraid of uh, letting his hands go and uh, basically winning the fight. It was almost like he didn't want to win the fight. Canelo did what he had to do. He basically ran the board uh, he won. I would say ten out of the twelve rounds. It did go to a unanimous decision, on which Canelo did win, um, and uh, it was totally obvious. Charlo really didn't come with his A game or his B game or his C game. He came with his E game or F game. As far as I was concerned, it was a big disappointment for me. I was I was looking forward to a real uh, blasting shootout. Uh, you know, punch for punch, punch for punch. Basically, the whole fight was just Canelo uh, using his uh, his ring savvy and his boxing IQ to keep uh, K- uh, Charlo against the ropes. And uh, basically, there wasn't a lot of action really. Canelo he, he did win the fight, but it wasn't one of those spectacular uh, uh, spectacular bouts that I was hoping to see. Uh, it didn't it didn't add up to like the Terence Crawford and Spence fight. Uh, it was just. It was a bit of a disappointment, but again, Canelo uh, took it down unanimous decision, and uh, there you go. There's his fifty million dollars, fifty million dollars, something in that range that he made for that fight. So, uh, man, thirty six minutes, fifty million dollars, amazing. So, let's uh, let's go over some of the uh, the undercards. Were the undercard was really good on 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 the on the, uh, on the fight. Uh, I, I watched all the all the fights, all the undercards, and I really liked uh, a bunch of them. There was a, some really good outcomes. Uh, the first one was in the welterweight division. It was Jorgenis Ugas versus Mario Barrios. Barrios was a underdog in the fight, but, man, he showed that he was uh, all business. He came out, won a unanimous de- decision over Ugas, 118-107, 117-108, 118-107, right across the board barrios with the unanimous decision great fight Barrios. looking uh looking really good and we're looking forward to see him in his next bout uh in the super welterweight division we had uh jesus ramos versus erickson lubin uh ramos was was a favorite in that one again that was a bit of a confusing fight for me guys uh i didn't understand really what was going on ramos basically ran the board the first five, six, seven rounds, and then he kind of let off the gas a bit. I, I didn't really see Lubin winning this fight, uh, although the judges saw it completely. Erickson, surprisingly to me, and and a lot of the, the people uh, that saw the fight uh, were a little bit shocked at Erickson winning a unanimous decision, which I don't get. Uh, 115, 113, 116, 112, 117, 111. I didn't have that at all. It was a bit of a mystery to me. I thought Ramos won the fight, even though he didn't do a lot in the last four or five rounds. He, di- he didn't He did really lose the fight either. He won the first five, six, seven rounds easily. So never leave it in the hands of the judges, if you know what I'm saying, because uh, that's what Ramos did, and uh, that cost him the win, definitely. I think he was just gliding, thinking he had it in the bag. Even his uh, Even his trainer was telling him everything's good you know don't get don't get a little too crazy here just kind of flow through it and uh, it backfired and he lost the fight so i was pretty surprised about that one uh in in another one of the uh, undercard fights in the middleweight division a really good fight up and comer 20 year old elijah garcia was fighting jose armando Resendez, and garcia looked fantastic i really liked the way he put his punches together i liked the way he used the ring he uh for a young kid, he he his combination punching was amazing. He worked the body super super good. I, I was really really uh, happy to see him go. He he really wants to be a world champion before his 21st birthday, and at that rate, he's got a good chance at it. So he had a TKO in the eighth round, and uh, Redendez had nothing to uh, nothing to show. He he was a he was a decent opponent. He did show up, but in the end, he got uh, he got TKO'd. So that was uh, Garcia with the win. Uh, light heavyweight Alexander Goldovik versus Isaac Rodriguez it was a KO in the second round, and uh, the other fight there on the undercard was Frank Sanchez and Scott Alexander. It was a TKO for Frank Sanchez. Big heavyweight fight. So it was a great it was a great fight night overall. Uh, like I say, I was kind of surprised that Charlo uh, didn't come out with a little more firepower against Canelo. He was talking a lot of business before the fight. How it was, you know. His big dream to fight Canelo. And, uh, you know, it was the biggest fight of his career. And it was, you know, for the undisputed super middleweight championship of the world. And I thought Charlo would come out with a little more, but he just didn't show up. And uh, and Canelo basically ran the board on him. Just dominated the whole fight. So let's move on to uh, this weekend, guys. I'm looking at uh, a big fight up out in England. It's going to be Saturday, October 7th. 2023 from the Sheffield Arena in Sheffield, United Kingdom, 12 rounds in the featherweight division, which is 126 pound, nine stone, 57.1 kilogram. And that fight's going to be between Lee Wood and Josh Warrington, Wood and Warrington. Uh, They're both uh, champions in their own rights. Josh Warrington is a two-time world champion and Lee Wood uh, currently holds the, uh, the belt in the uh, featherweight uh, division there so they're going to be battling for the wba featherweight championship of the world and it looks like a good fight here these two guys uh as we all know english fighters they have big hearts both of them have huge hearts uh lee wood is 35 years old he's 27 and 3 and he has 16 wins by way of knockout gives him a 54 percent knockout percentage Uh, warrington is a great fighter in his own he's 32 years old He's thirty-one, two and one. He only has eight wins by way of knockout, which only gives him a twenty-six percent uh, knockout percentage. But uh, he's definitely this is going to be a, this is going to be a really good battle between these two guys, and I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, Lee Wood is ranked number three by Ring, and Warrington is ranked number seven by the WBA and number eight by Ring. So this is going to be uh, an interesting fight. I mean, the English. And against the English, they 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 really they really always put on a good battle. They they definitely don't like each other. Uh and uh we're gonna we're gonna find out who's the who's the bigger and better guy here this weekend. So uh Wood, he's won four out of his last five. He uh he had two fights against Mauricio Lara, which he won one and he lost one. He did beat Michael Conlin uh in a 12th round knockout, knock Conlon right out of the ring and, and onto the floor, right through the ropes hell of a knockout that was and then he had a win against uh Sazu which was one of his big fights now these are all big fights for uh for Leewood and Warrington man he's uh he's had some huge fights he he probably has had the stiffer competition over his career uh he's fought uh, Luis Alberto Lopez recently he lost uh but it was a great fight he, uh, he won against Kiko Martinez, and he did also fight to a loss and a draw with Mauricio Lara. So they're pretty comparable as far as their opponents. I do think Warrington's had a little bit uh, harder route. He's, he's, he's got a few more uh, fights under his belt, and he's fought a little bit of stiffer competition. Now, if I was to, to grade these two fighters, Lee Wood is looking really good to me. He's got power in both hands. He can punch with both hands with power. Uh, he's a great finisher when he gets you hurt he definitely uh he smells blood and he he takes you down uh he's got a very high boxing iq he works the ring really well and uh i really like the way that he's looked in his last couple of fights and he is the champion going in so it's going to be interesting like like i say warrington is looking to become a three-time world champion with this fight and uh he's a hell of a fighter too he's a he's a he's he's a bit of a dirty fighter uh, Josh Warrington. He he does have a a streak in him that kind of throws headbutts and elbows and stuff of this sort. So uh Lee Wood's gonna have to be aware of that and try to stay out of the way of that kind of stuff because you don't want an incidental headbutt or a clash of heads and get a cut where that could uh that could cost you the world championship there. Uh Warrington is definitely he's a warrior. There's no doubt about it. He's got a good attack style. They both are attack fighters. He's got fast hands. He's got good combos they both throw good combos they both have fast hands. some stiff competition Uh, he fought Lee Selby he fought and and he did fight uh, Luis Alberto Lopez so this is going to be a really good fight guys I I hope you're going to check it out I'm definitely going to be checking it out Uh, the ring walk is going to be 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, 5 p.m. I'm sorry British Standard Time 10 p.m. British Standard Time 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and 2 p.m. Pacific time. It's going to be broadcast on the uh, zone, 2 p.m. start Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, and 7 p.m. on the uh, zone global British Standard Time. You can also stream the fight on the zone global app in the UK if that's what you're into. And uh, like I said, this, is, this, this should be a really, really good battle. I think uh, these two guys will definitely give it all they got. Warrington, maybe is a little bit uh worried that this could if he doesn't win this fight could be kind of the end of his career kind of and uh, he's really going to give it all he's got the odds the odds on the fight uh lee uh, lee wood is minus 250 and warrington is plus 200. i personally like lee wood in this one by decision i think it's going to go all the way maybe split decision Unanimous know, decision, majority decision, I think it's going to go all the way. I don't think either one of these guys is going to, there could be a few knock knockdowns, but uh, I think they're really tough as the English fighters are. They both have huge hearts and uh, they're definitely going to give it all they got. Now, check that one out. It's going to be great. Uh, and the undercard is really good too. There's another fight on the undercard that I'm looking at. Uh, it's a big woman's battle between uh, Terry Harper and Cecilia Bracus. These are two uh, world champion uh, women's fighters. Terry Harper is 26 years old, and uh, Cecilia Bracchus is 42 years old. So there is a huge age difference, 16 years apart. Uh, It's 10 rounds in the super welterweight division now. If you look at their careers, they've they've both been world champions. So this is going to be a really, really good test for both of them. Uh, harper is the current female wba and ibo super welterweight champion she's also a former super featherweight world champion and she only has the one loss and that was to alicia Baumgartner in 2021 so she's a hell of a fighter and uh cecilia brackes well we all know about her former undisputed female welterweight champion and the first woman to hold the uh, wba wbc IBF, and wbo titles simultaneously she only has two losses on her record, and they were both to Jessica McCaskill, one in 2020 and one in 2021, and both by decision. So, you know, this is going to be a hell of a fight. I'm looking forward to uh, checking them out. We'll go over a little bit of their their uh, their 20. Uh, I was saying uh, Harper's 26 years old, and Brackus is 42 years old. So, again, there's a b- big age difference there. It's in the super welterweight division, which is 154 pound, 11 stone, 69.8 kilograms. Uh, there's, there definitely Bracus has way more fights under her belt. Harper's 14 and one and one, with uh, six, six by win, uh, six six knockouts by wind. She's got six knockouts, and uh, Cecilia Bracus is 37 two and zero with uh, nine KOs. So they're not really uh, big knockout artists, but they do definitely put on a great fight and I'm looking forward to that one as well uh, the odds are Harper is minus 590 and Bracus is plus 450 I'm liking Harper by decision uh, majority decision unanimous decision so if you want to put a little ding dong on that you might want to uh, check that one out as well so Lee Wood I'm liking him Put a little money on him, a little bit of hay. Maybe you'll make a bit on him. And uh, I'm liking Terry Harper in the uh, the big battle there, the two women's fights. So thanks a lot for coming out here, talk fight.com. Always appreciate it. Monday nights boxing 101 here with me Neil the Deal. And uh, enjoy your week. Have yourself a nice weekend. Check the fights; they're going to be great. And uh, we'll see you next week. Like I always say, get better, not bitter, and have yourself a nice, nice week. It's going to be beautiful. Take care. See you next week.